0: What's up, players, skaters, and everyone else in between? This is Enforcer, and I'm with...
1: Serial Killer! This is an immersive, primarily roller derby-based podcast, where this month we have a double whammy for you. Our first skater is a JRDA superstar that we should all be looking out for. She may be tiny, but she packs a punch, Miss Mayzilla, and her awesome, talented mom, who also plays and coaches, and is also a brand manager for Team Hit Squad. Yeah. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All righty. We'll start off with some starter questions for both of you. Um, how
2: long have you both been playing and what current teams do you play for? So I am obviously mom, Mishy, and I am on my 12th season. Uh, I play for Panhandle United Roller Derby, the Beach Brawl Skater Dolls, and Team Florida.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the 7, and I skate for the Fort Walton Beach Junior Bombers. I'm a hit squad and be iconic athlete. I started skating at two, and I st- started at my team when I was four, and this is my sixth season playing.
1: Oh, my goodness. So kind of segueing off of that, you guys have been playing roller derby for a while now, right? You've seen a lot of skaters. You've been around a lot of skiers, Yes, um, have. Who would you say are some of your roller derby idols?
2: My roller derby idol is uh, Jackie Daniels. She used to play mm-hmm. for Texas, and now she's back. Um, actually, she's just at a training clinic in Illinois. I don't know if she did it already. In Illinois, I think, with, um, I think it was Freight Train and Miracle Whips. Mm-hmm. A very old school skater. But she's also one of my favorites. She was in the Whip it movie. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, one of my favorite um roller derby players besides my mom would probably be Miracle Whip or Scald Eagle. hmm
1: like a man, they're pretty awesome. They're pretty awesome. <laughs> so, do you think do you think that you idolize jammers more than blockers? And is that the position you primarily want to play in?
2: What position do you like best?
3: Oh, this is hard. Um, <laughs> I feel like I used to jam more, but now I block more because I'm more into level three now than I am than I was then. So I would say uh, right now I'm more of a blocker, but sometimes I'm also go so out for jamming, but my favorite position would probably be jamming. Yeah. She doesn't go
2: out a lot for, in level two, all she did was jam. And then
3: Mm -hmm. One of the
2: youngest all-stars that we have with the Bombers. And so when we look at the size comparison, sometimes as a coach, it's scary to put a shorter nine-year-old against like 15, (laughs) Mm 16-year-olds jamming. All right. right. And you're kind of a target when you're jamming. Yeah, yeah. She's 10 now. She just turned 10. But, uh, oh, she has, yeah, happy birthday. (laughs) So she has done a lot of like relief jamming at level three this year, but it's been pretty cool to see her relief jam because then what we expect uh to happen doesn't happen. She ends up doing exactly what we need. Her to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
2: I was going to say, I
0: found that I feel like more junior skaters are more likely to be versatile. Like May was saying, it's like she can block, but she can also jam. So you kind of get like, the best of both both worlds when it comes to junior skaters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I
1: agree. think it just creates a better, more rounded player. Like any of the new, any of the newbies mm-hmm. that come into my league, I I like coach for my adult league, the Capital City Crushers, and generally, mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll take some of these players under my wing and like help them a little bit. We all kind of try to rotate through, but whenever it's my turn, I always try to tell mm-hmm. them, you know. Try to not settle on something super specific like you can always try to focus on being a good jammer or a blocker, but never give up like the other skills right so you know you can focus on being a blocker but practice jamming be a good jammer too. like you might as well it's going to make you a better more well rounded skater and generally better at your position that you
2: primarily play. Yeah, I always find in my younger days of skating, I did jamming, blocking, and pivoting a lot. Now that I'm old, I got some weak knees, so I just block. <laughs> but I've always told people, too, I'm like, the more you know, the better it is when they're trying to figure out where, where can we put you, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're right. With junior skaters, it's like they're so versatile that it's like there's so many options. So it makes it difficult as a coach to roster. So it's like you're all these <laughs> jammers and blockers, and they both. Yeah. So,
1: um, we kind of talked about who your roller derby idols are. Do you guys kind of have any, like, team goals? I know that, um, I know that you made it on, like, Team Florida, right? But say, like, you had any option in the world to skate for whoever you wanted to. Would you guys, like, who would you guys skate for, I guess?
2: That's really tricky (laughs) for me. Um... I really, I i always admired, like, the old school, like, 2018, 19 era of, like, Texas roller derby. They played, uh-huh. like, Smarty Pants, Jackie Daniels. They played such good offense, defense. Um, but then, you know, obviously, a realistic goal for me was to try out for Team Florida. And even when I tried out for Team Florida, I didn't think I was going to make it. And then when I did, I was like, I really made it. I am good. <laughs> Under underestimating yourself, yeah. A little yeah. Bit, maybe. I mean, we're our own worst critics, but it right. it's been an honor skating yeah, with right. Team Florida because it's just an amazing team. But there's so much skill that it feel like it brings my skills up, and I just learned.
3: Mm-hmm. So may. Um, I would like to make in Florida one day, but yeah, I don't know. I think a couple other people do this too on my team. It's like, you think too over it, and you're like, what if I don't make it? And then I have to wait probably, like, a whole nother year to try out again or something. And then it's just weird. And then it's like, I overthink it, and what if all my dreams get crushed or something about it? You know, it's crazy. You know what
1: my dad tells me all the time? He tells me this, like, you know, in reference to being a captain and doing, like, official reviews and trying out for things is you'll never know if you don't ask, yes. or at least try, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to try out, and you'll never know the answer. You could make it, you could not make it, but you'll never know if you don't do it. True, right? Which mm-hmm. is really awesome advice. Emma, where do you want to skate?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, we all know where Emma wants to
1: skate. <laughs> Emma's a little fangirl. She would be a...
0: I've actually had people in person say that I talk about roasting. <laughs> she too could much be... Now. Like it would come be like
1: a. I swear she'd be like a little groupie if she could. <laughs> I don't know. She literally oh would God. if she could just tag along.
2: Have you ever <laughs> been to their venue? Oh goodness!
1: Have you ever been
2: to their-
0: I have not. That's I've never been to a game. I just I I admire their way that their league works and their their athletes on their especially especially their Wheels of Justice team. Like all of those skaters are yeah,
2: phenomenal athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One day.
1: One day. Well, I... okay. Oh,
0: And then these are... Oh, was I was just going to
1: answer mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, go ahead. It's okay if you want to leave me Please show me you okay. want to play for No, no, no. Who do you want to uh, play for? I
1: Arch Rival. I love Arch Rival. I'd love to be able All to play right. for, like, Arch Rival and help out right. with the gatekeepers and... That whole like, I just love that like brother sister organization thing going on, and they just have like a big community, which I
2: think is really awesome. Yeah, I've been following our tribal a lot on Instagram, and their like highlight reels are amazing. Yeah,
0: they market yeah. really so good. Does Florida have any
2: um men's teams? I don't. Yeah, Florida, Florida the has men's right. It's kind of cool because um Team Florida was the first like open gender kind of state team. So when we tried out and then we made it, there were like 60 of us that made it. And so it was a of, you know, um, oh, open and female. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool because then, you know, when we play, we played like a Team team blue scrimmage and it's a lot of like the misfits and, you know, but they're cool. It's just amazing to play against guys sometimes. <laughs> yeah
0: gotta be really cool to i'm I've always admired um states that have really deep um derby communities like i think of arizona mm-hmm. for example i think they all have so many teams in their state where they yeah. can all combine and do really cool things moving on to some more questions for mama um i know you mentioned that sometimes when putting out lines onto the track and kind of judging based on size whether or not you should have may jam because there's 15 or 16 year olds and it gets a little scary but what are some moments when you do watch her play and you're like okay she's got this or you don't um take into account size
2: so um may isn't amazing like she doesn't fear much like she might fear it inside but not tell us as coaches uh so but a lot of times like i bench coach and you guys might know with junior derby, there's so many emotions that hit the track when you're bench coaching and then they come off the track that I barely ever see game. (laughs) So, uh, dad does a lot of like recording. So I get to like, look back and record. There are some moments that I have and I send her out and, then she'll come off the track, and it's far and few between, but there are moments that she'll come off, and like her eyes are red and she's watery because she's ready to cry because something didn't go her way, or you know, she got hit too hard. And then we talk about those emotions that she does have. Um, but then there are also moments that I send her out, and I'm like, damn, this is amazing, you did that. <laughs>
3: so, mm-hmm.
2: and in Kansas, that was one of them because we went with nine. And then one got hurt and one got ejected from the game. So we ended up with seven. There are some moments where, you know, she really does surprise me in some moments where she goes out and the line is pretty, you know, deep with 15, 16 year olds. And she comes out and she has a moment, emotional moment. And we just work through it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good. I, th- I always think it's like good, you know, to be emotional about the sport that you're doing or anything that you're doing because that means you really care about it especially if it's just being down on yourself like oh I didn't get through or you know I did something that I think wasn't very good at least that means that like you're self-reflecting and you know you need to work on something or at least get a little better at it but sometimes it isn't good to be too self-critical so we got to
2: make yeah. a balance is of that. there anything you think in your head when you're playing and they're bigger than you. Um. If you go out and they're bigger than you, what do you normally think?
3: I normally think if my mom's like either scrolling on their page on Instagram. Oh, or like when you're drive, watching somebody. Yeah, on our drive there, she's like, "Oh my goodness, May, I look at this!" And I was like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> but it's with like some teams, it's like. I didn't know our team went this far that I don't know that our team is that good. Uh, (laughs) When some other teams play like really good teams, if it's like a really tight competition and they're just like, boom, coming out the wall or something. Oh, hard. It's like, we've played that team before, but the Uh score was like, not better than that, but like really good. And I'm like,
2: Mm-hmm. But when you go it, when you get on the line to and they're all bigger than you what do you normally
3: think If it's my first time jamming I think it's like they're going to it's going to be impossible to get around this wall but normally it's always easier oh. than I think for some reason which is really weird oh. So they're pretty easy sometimes as long as you just push and sink into the wall
2: Yeah <laughs>
1: You, yeah. Use yourself. Use, use, well, use what gives you, gives is you advantages.
2: That's true. <laughs> that true.
1: So, you know, you've expressed you do coach, you do play, and you're also May's mm-hmm. mom. So <laughs> how do you balance all these crazy things and make sure that you're focusing enough on each thing? You know, enough or equally. I'm very uh,
2: routine-oriented, so we have a pretty tight routine. Um, during the week. But at the same time, um, we practice, the juniors practice Mondays and Thursdays, and I practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, But I always try to tell myself, you know, um, derby has to be fun. So I try to tell that to me Mm. too, like, you have to have fun out there. If you're not having fun, there's no point in us doing this, you know, it's a hobby to have fun and, you know, make new friends and, you know, learn new skills. Um, but I think I organize it through a lot of just making sure I communicate with her dad who drives her around everywhere, um, and fills our water bottles and takes the videos <laughs> and does the laundry and cooks dinner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Your manager, your manager, <laughs> uh, military. So he's about to retire in a couple of years and we're going to call him the secretary of our house. <laughs>
0: there
2: you go. Yeah. And May. That is we, so funny. May has to be held. I always felt, you know, May, since she was really young, like you're responsible for your own choices, and your own actions. You know, we constantly talk about, you know, if you don't want to do it, you have to let us know you don't want to do it. And just remember, you know, if you don't want to do it, there might be a consequence later that you might not want, you know. So but uh, we talk a lot, a lot of communication in our home or we'd be a mess. Yeah, that's good.
0: Communication is key. <laughs>
1: No, that's awesome. So you played like presumably when you got pregnant with May, right? How was that, like having a baby and doing all the roller derby stuff, and then re-entering so the I, derby world? It,
2: I have like it's a weird story because I had just passed my minimum skills and then found out I was pregnant. So <laughs> oh, like, wow. I, yeah, I worked really hard. Oh Your my goodness! pass my minimum skills and. One of my old, you know, she's retired now. Her name is Hello Nurse. She hit me and I fractured her rib. And that's how I found out I was pregnant with May. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's great. Yeah. So then they used me as a scorekeeper for a whole season. Um, And then Mm -hmm. I obviously had May and June. And then I slowly came back. I really didn't think I was going to be able to come back to Derby. But
1: here I am, and yeah, yeah at least at least yeah. you got the pregnancy <laughs> a little bit out of the way, yeah. you know. And then you and then you could like you know be you know yeah be awesome and do all the awesome May stuff. Was really and... a, May was really a born
2: roller derby player. Like that, was... I know I what was the, the heck you're. <laughs> <laughs> you are a meant to <laughs> well, have so like uh, not funny, but by the time she hit four, her dad obviously like I said, he's in the military, so he when she was uh five months, he deployed, and then he just kept deploying, so the only way I could make it work was taking her to practice with me, and we'd put her in a little walker or the stroller, and she would just sit and eat a and just kind of just watch derby um so when she was two, we put her on skates and um. It just kind of took off, and here we are.
1: <laughs> maybe it's like is maybe maybe it's like the same concept yeah. of like making your baby <laughs> listen to like Beethoven. <laughs> you know, you just like were forced to watch roller derby as a baby, and it just made you an awesome roller derby player. You sucked it up.
0: Did did May? Did you immediately pick up roller skating? Was it pretty easy for you to pick up? Quick?
3: I don't remember, but I think. It was since I was, like, around roller derby with my mom when I was little, like, 24-7, mm-hmm. that I at least learned something about it.
2: And she's had yeah. moments where, like, uh, cool. people have asked her, like, to either do more CrossFit or do more dance or, you know, even, you know, competitive dance mm-hmm. and We've always talked through it, and, you know, we tell her, it's like, well, you'd have to do less derby if you do those things, and it's really ultimately your choice. And she always says, what do you
3: normally tell me? Um, If I have put my head to something for six years, and I think it's giving me a sign that I want to move on to that.
2: (laughs) To stay in that, right? Yeah. Yeah
3: yeah so what all um, what all do you play what um, are all the sports so I you do i do roller rugby, and dance and i also do crossfit mm-hmm. and i guess you could count hard work as one oh. because i'm always doing home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i, I agree okay. i'd have to agree it is that's a time commitment <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a mental sport favorite. brain sport yeah, brain right sport. <laughs> it's a brain sport <laughs> there you
1: go. Brain <laughs> Oh goodness, I I think it's good yeah. for you, right? At least that's what they tell us. <laughs> um, I I
0: okay. did dance awesome. when I was younger as well, and I I don't know, I don't know. if May you feel this way too? But do you think dance has helped with your footwork, or in, does it help
3: in, in any way um, with roller derby? Yeah, with all like stuff that you do there, you do, like squats there for like a warm. And, like, turn around, I guess. And I feel like it's helped my footwork <laughs> in some sort of way. That's awesome. I bowled as a kid. jeez. <laughs> oh,
1: so, I, I was just out of luck, you know. I just, I had to pull this out of thin air.
2: <laughs> you still bowl now at all? Oh, no,
1: I don't bowl at all. Oh, okay. I wish I did. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I was, I was at the time. I was, I was um going to roller derby practice, and then I would leave roller derby practice thirty minutes early, take my sweaty, nasty, stinking butt to the bowling alley, mm. ew, and then go ball as like a ten-year-old, <laughs> and I think it, I think it just like stressed me out, so I kind of like stepped away from it and repressed the bowling
2: side of Shelby. Mm. Yeah, I played softball as a kid, but I was never allowed to go to the roller rink because a lot of gangs hung out there. Nope. So, oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So, when I joined Derby, I did not know how to skate at all, like a deer and headlights. So, yeah. Seguing
0: off of just having other um, activities that May does outside of roller derby. And then, with that question of how do you balance it? May, how do you balance all of these different things that you do? Do you have. Are you like your mom where you have a schedule and you're pretty organized?
3: Well, not really organized, you could say, because if you look at my room, it's a big mess. But um, I'd say how my mom likes me to stay, like, organized, and she'll buy me, like, these planners, and I'm like, this is nice. And it really does help me with things because there's this little chart on the fridge that she made, and, like, it says, what days you have this? So it's like... It's like a list of just, so first you have to get ready, then fill the water bottles, then eat a snack, like a nice snack before you go to Derby. And then she'll come home from work, get ready, and then take me Mm -hmm. to Derby. And then when done, we'll just eat dinner. And then the next day, if I have dance or CrossFit, then I'll just do that.
1: So are you pretty, yeah, are you pretty self-sufficient? Would you say you can get yourself organized without your mom?
3: <laughs> she's like, she's like the other part of my, the the other part of my brain, where she, she's like in my head sometimes, she's like, make sure you fill those water bottles and make sure your dad doesn't have to do it.
1: You just ima- you just imagine her tormenting you in your head. <laughs> yeah,
2: probably. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: are you are you an only child, May? Yes.
2: Yeah, there's just you are. Dog.
1: <laughs> I'm an only child too, so I get it. The parents are rough. Yeah. It's just you for them to bark at. it's like all the eyes are just on you. I know, right? No, you're you're preaching to the <laughs> choir. <laughs> I know, and I'm I'm 21, May, and it doesn't oh, get any better. Oh, <laughs> so you're stuck with her for oh. the rest of your life. Just know that. It it's is good, though. It, it is good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would owe to yeah. all of my parents, right? If if I assume, right, if there was another one of me, I don't know if I would be able to do all the crazy, amazing roller derby mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's expensive, right? Very expensive. <laughs> Wait, Emma, you have siblings, right?
2: Yeah, I have a brother.
1: Okay. I couldn't remember.
2: Yeah, I have a... Yeah. There are three of us. Well, growing up, there was three of us. And I played a lot of, like, competitive travel softball. But I didn't realize until I was older the sacrifices my parents made to be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. So... But there mm-hmm. are some downfalls. Because May will say, we don't ever take a family vacation. But I'm like, mm. we're in a hotel every other weekend for Derby. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get it. I yeah. a lot of
1: people are like, so I uh this is a little off topic, but I'm a cosmetologist, right? So I do nails and hair mm-hmm. and my job is to just talk to people all day. And sometimes people are like, So do you are you planning any vacations for the summer? Do you take any trips? And I'm like, Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I am, kind of. Or sometimes people are like, <laughs> you know, have you traveled much in your lifetime? I'm like, yeah, I've seen a lot of venues, but <laughs>
2: it's
1: like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> kind of.
2: Yeah, that's the story of our lives. I mean, but we try to have fun wherever we go. Like we try to at least eat somewhere that's different or mm-hmm. like do something, you know, because um, it is expensive. But our downfall is we don't get to take a lot of family vacations, like yeah, non-derby related vacations.
1: Yeah. yeah, my, my
0: dad... You start, to, you start to realize how much of it, it really is work. Like, it's it's almost like you're on yeah. a work
1: trip. Yeah, that's what I always tell people. I'm like, yeah, I'm on, like, a work trip, kind of.
0: <laughs> no, my... I'm going on, my di- I'm going on a business yeah, trip. Yeah, my
1: dad is, yeah. like, the best um, trip planner in the world when it comes to free things. He loves a bargain, right?
3: <laughs> you know, I
1: find, like, any free thing that you can do, like, anywhere. You know, like <laughs> I'll be like in Kentucky and like some small town in Kentucky, and he's like found like a thing to do. It's good though.
2: Yeah, I that's one thing I wish I was. So, like with the adult team and the junior team, like we're always the last to get home, but like I'm a little bit bougie when it comes to things. I'm like, let me eat and drop a hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: you gotta well let me rephrase that we eat don't get me wrong we're eating (laughs) oh yeah we're eating but um that's what you gotta do you know if you're in a different state you gotta eat somewhere you can't eat in your own state yeah no it's like it's like the rule i agree so you were in kansas and you kind of briefly said that and that's super awesome because we actually gotta meet one another (laughs) (laughs) yep which was cool In the middle of the house. i uh um, howling it was it was like it was kind of stormy or whatever yeah, right it was
2: cold our whole trip there was pretty it was dark cold, and cold and stormy
1: <laughs> and i think you had said that's like the furthest you guys have kind of traveled or am i mistaking that
2: yeah that was the furthest we've traveled and mm-hmm. we we should have flown but we drove
1: how is <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that a regret are we gonna drive again that far
2: uh it really depends on financials mm-hmm. i guess plane tickets are really expensive for
1: yeah yeah we
2: kind of have a a rule in our house we always kind of well obviously mm-hmm. she's may and we were going for may but we always kind of travel together it's rare that you see us without you know dad or each other when it comes
3: Mm so he's the driver
2: he's the driver yeah we don't drive (laughs) (laughs) we don't drive at all there
0: there you go that works out um and then speaking of other big things and especially the jrda universe you guys recently just had your first ever uh postseason appearance what was it like going to playoff
2: May, what was it like going to playoffs
3: um It was really fun. Um, Well, there was a lot of emotions, but I was also excited Mm -hmm. to meet, um, like, obviously, I was excited to meet Serial Killer.
2: So that was in Kansas. Oh. But they're talking about playoffs in Atlanta.
3: In Atlanta. Oh, I don't know. I can't think about that. Um. (laughs) <laughs> the playoffs is really fun. I thought I was gonna get like beat, you could say, but like I'm glad that we came in at least fifth place because just coming in fifth place already made me cry coming off the track. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. even though that's awesome, it's not first place, but it was still really fun. to Meet all the like Foco and. Um, Kalamazoo and Atlanta. I mean, we've played Atlanta times, but still, it was fun to meet them because,
2: yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a favorite moment at playoffs?
3: Um, probably hugging one of my teammates after the game.
2: Oh, after the Atlanta. Aww.
3: Oh, my worst part was spraining my finger, but still. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. She did sprain her finger. Um, but yeah, we were the sixth seed and yeah, we played our oh, morning wow. game against Foco and they're an amazing team and they played short. They played with nine, um, they beat us. So we've had oh. to play again at seven at night against Atlanta, which we've played Atlanta plenty of times. They're one of our kind of Southeast sister leagues and the score kept going back mm-hmm. and forth and it literally was the last oh, jam. Wow. And then everybody cried like we won the championship, but we didn't. But it was, yeah.
0: That's beautiful.
1: It's good. You got to soak that stuff up.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: That's awesome. Because you know what? You know, if you go to like uh, the ranking system, you know what I mean? And you scroll through and see how many teams are really in like the JRDA world. That's pretty crazy that you guys even went to playoffs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right?
1: That sets you you almost at, like, the top 10 in the nation, man.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: That's pretty dang awesome. (laughs) I would say that's pretty dang awesome. And just
2: to experience it, I think, was pretty cool for our team. We had – the Bombers have worked four years in order just to make it to playoffs. You know, when you start a league – you don't just get, like, an all-star team right away. You're really working hard at making an all-star team. And this year was the first year they were officially all-stars. Um, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, our we had one age out this year. And so there's a lot more years left with mm-hmm. the team. Yeah. Got a yeah, young team.
1: That's, that's awesome. When you got a young team that's already going to playoffs and stuff like that,
2: you gotta look.
1: Yeah. You gotta look out for them. I yeah, just experience the experience, you know? the experience in
2: general. I think is just an amazing thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And as a coach, how was that experience for you? Just experiencing that for the junior? uh during the moment, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> but then at the end, uh-huh. it's like you know, um, you see how much passion they have, and it's kind of like that moment where you're like. All right, you know, me, Nick is the founder, uh, and the head coach and I'm the assistant. And then we had Miss Polly, our general manager. She was kind of like just the band-aid if anything happened in the back. And then we had uh Amy, she's also one of the parents, she was third base coach. Um so all together
3: mm-hmm.
2: just, you know, the end of us being together, we were like, That was an amazing experience. You could see they really are learning and having fun while doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I wish I had derby at that age because I think of these kids playing and I'm like, you're 86, seven years in, I'm 12 in and you guys do things that I can't do on skates. <laughs>
0: right. It's incredible. The junior, the junior community is really building a really insane foundation for the future
1: of like yeah. the
0: adult yeah I, leagues. I, Everywhere. I, I, across, across the globe. There's
1: such a weird like connection I guess that juniors have too like I went to Botus and I pretty much like I hung out with Skid and Spaz and stuff and we always like kind of found each other and like hung around each other you know just because like Mm -hmm. there's some sort of connection that we have that we feel like drawn to one another you know and it could be just age Mm -hmm. but it's like oh you play JRDA like oh we're kind of like we we totally are peers kind of it's like you feel closer to people because you know you guys played in the same league yeah. at one point point. and I
2: think also it's one of the things mm-hmm. with uh I I'm very big into like social media and I think you know JRDA and the athletes that they have like within different leagues you know you'll see random profiles pop up of these junior skaters that are starting a profile you know and it's kind of cool because when we went to uh mm-hmm. Kansas May was able to meet Hellcat, who she had been talking to for a lot on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And she obviously is, you know, from California. She's a hit squad athlete as well. But it was almost as if, you know, it wasn't a first meeting. Like, they have met each other before, but they really never did. So, <laughs> which is exactly what you're saying, Aww. you know. Well,
1: I mean... Emma and I, like, our entire connection is just online, right? We are not from the same state. We don't get to see each other that much. So it's really cool that we're able to kind of connect with one another via social media mm-hmm. platforms. And we were able to make something yeah. like this together. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's really awesome. And I don't know. A lot of my friends are, like, national, right? They're not in my right. state. Uh so, yeah. Social yeah. media is really cool for that. And then I, don't, I don't really know if we have really any other questions. Unless Emma has anything.
0: I don't, I don't.
1: Well, then we can open the floor to you guys. If you guys have any questions for us or anything you want to add, maybe, that you kind of just want to talk about about yourselves.
2: Well, I would like to add. I think it's really cool that y'all have this podcast because... There's not enough roller derby podcasts out there. I feel like, you know, the content that you guys share is obviously important to the roller derby world. But it's also just cool that there's something out there for us to just push and listen to. Um, yeah. And then I think May has one question. <laughs> I'm going to help you read it. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what was the question? What was the best advice?
3: What's the best advice for me as a junior <laughs> skater?
2: the tough one. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that is a tough. One. There's so much to
1: say. I think just soak it up. I feel like one thing that I didn't pay I, I feel like I wasn't paying enough attention to my surroundings when I was going to post season events. Like I didn't get a playoffs, but I went mm-hmm. to nationals and I feel like I just wasn't living in the moment as much as I could have. Right. I was, I mean, it's stressful, you know, you're playing a game, you're in a tournament and you're kind of trying to be focused to Mm -hmm. an extent. Right. But just Mm -hmm. like, look around, take a look around, breathe it in. Like you're doing really awesome things and you never know when maybe it won't happen again, which sounds kind of sad, but you know, you just never know. Like I'm five years from when I last went to nationals and I've not done anything like that again other yeah. than BOTUS. So you just never know when maybe you won't get that really awesome, awesome opportunity again. So just soak it up while you can.
2: Pretty good.
0: Yeah. I'd hate to show I'd hate to steal Shelby's, but that is like very on point with what I would have to say. It's like just really appreciate everything that you are doing. Like I although there are moments where it seems like, Oh, I don't really know if I want to do this anymore because it does yeah. get stressful. But then just think back of all the all the things you have done or all the things you want to do in the future. Like think of those goals of the teams that you wanna play for or the skaters that you wanna meet or just personal um skills that you wanna nail down or anything, right? Really. And um really appreciate it. One of my it.
1: other like um, I guess phrases of advice is you know aim for perfection even if perfection isn't achievable because no one can achieve achieve perfection right like no one's perfect no one is can be perfect right in theory there's always something that's going to go a little bit wrong or a little bit south in somebody's life but just aim to be the best that you possibly can even if you can't achieve that
2: yeah that's some real good advice that one so you're doing
0: amazing things, both of you. You should, be yeah, no, for real. Like what <laughs> the just, heck? Just... I've, I've, I you know social media. I've, I followed Fort Walton, and I can tell that those kids are putting in work. And
2: what you're doing is, is yeah, good. we appreciate it. I mean, we felt like we were stars when we were asked to do a podcast. Like, who are we? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: guys, you guys are great. No, yeah, y'all That's are, y'all I'm are sure. cool. I'm like, I have one more cool. question? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh, so y'all do podcasts with like Derby, like famous Derby people. Um, who's the biggest person you've like, um, you've like, how do I say
2: it? That they've ha- like had on their podcast? Yeah,
3: like have you interviewed?
2: Or the person that they've enjoyed
3: interviewing, maybe? Like the biggest Derby star that they've, um, ever like interviewed on the podcast
0: i i will say i hope shelby agrees a lot of them are more on the rise i'd like to say like these are people that a lot of people that we want to interview are people that are more not super like not on the i I hate to point out names but like scald eagle level or lauren much level as much as we would love to talk to those people it's more people that are on the come up people that we people need to watch out for in the future that are definitely making strides. I would say mostly, like, everybody. Everybody that we've talked to has been... Um, specifically derby yeah. players, because we talked to Dr. Wood. But, like, Skid, Prim Reaper, Thrasher, yeah, I mean, Maisel. They're, they're
1: all doing their own thing in a different way, right? So, like, um, Thrasher, she's all over the USAR's roller derby industry and all over that side of things, and all over. She's just kind of all over. Um, spa- or My bad. Uh, skid she's a canadian roller derby player that is like all up in canada doing her thing right and then we had like um the doctor we had on that just is trying to spread awareness for that sort of thing um i don't know everybody just has their own kind of interesting thing prim she was talking about collegiate roller derby college roller derby she's helping kind of like pave the way for that with her league it's just like there's so many different things that they're doing Um, that's, they're kind of different from one another, but they're still so awesome. Yeah, I would
2: agree. We've actually been, I think, uh, with Prim, it's been so interesting because, uh, we were following her on Instagram and I just think it's so cool that there's Derby at a college level. Like, where was that for me? (laughs) Right?
1: Like, that's so (laughs) awesome. And there's still more popping up and popping up. Um, and Yeah. No, no, everybody's just really cool in their own way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you for being such a young skater and taking on such an interesting sport that is full contact and, you know, co-ed and, you know, all ages. And then you have like a really awesome mom (laughs) that supports you along the way. And just being able to see that perspective is really cool. And you guys are both hit squad athletes doing the thing. Yeah,
2: well, you know, we just really appreciate you guys even posting because I know we've sold a lot of um them stuff <laughs> in order to train <laughs> and we've been feeling <laughs> some yeah. of your footwork, Shelby, that's so awesome. that's been cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Go right
1: <laughs> ahead. That's what we posted for, I'm yeah. pretty sure. At least that's, you know.
0: Yeah, I yeah. But
1: yeah,
2: anything yeah. else?
0: Thank you guys so much for rescheduling. No, really thank you for it. having <laughs> us. You yeah, so
2: were interesting enough. <laughs> oh no, yeah. you guys
3: are awesome.
1: Yeah. You guys are totally awesome. Well, if we're going to end it here, like Emma said, thank you guys so much for having a conversation with us and telling us all the things about your lives.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having us.
1: And. Yeah, thank you guys for listening and watching. Make sure to give us a follow at the Track Talk Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. There you can see all of our updates and all that jazz. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.